or breathing it in. We are. Breathing in like a tree, Heather. Yeah. Our roots are seeping in to the soil. Our branches are stretching out. We are taking in the wind that the universe is providing. We are full of abundance. Wow, I feel so calm. Like I could I'm just start listen crying. to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like me, can't meditate for sure. <laughs> and listeners, we're going to bring it in. Welcome to Virgo season. Uh, on the inside, I am screaming. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Miranda Lenski. This is my co-host, Heather Cunningham. And folks, for those of you not watching that YouTube video, let me go ahead and plug the YouTube. Yeah. It's Virgo season, Heather. Let me Let's plug. plug. <laughs> <laughs> Let's plug. Uh, for those of you who don't know or who maybe don't like love to watch YouTube but wouldn't mind as a listener, as a lover of the pod, giving us a, a, a little subscribey Hollywood horoscopes. Mm-hmm. We're on YouTube, baby. We upload all of these episodes to YouTube. And the reason I'm saying that is because one of our last episodes got some hits. Huh, Heather? We got a little, we got a, we caught, we caught the algorithm in a very real way. That was fun. Was. That was very exciting. Uh, so yeah, folks, we're on YouTube. And for those of you who are, who are avid listeners and have no... Uh, future plans of going over to the YouTube. That's fine. I just need you to know Heather's hair looks gorgeous <laughs> and my God. And she stays complimenting mine. We don't need to talk about mine right now. It's up in a bun. It, it's maybe it's maybe it's a couple days not washed. All right. I'm going to be honest on this podcast. Uh, it's a couple days not washed. It's up in a bun. We don't need to pay it any mind. But Heather got a fresh cut. She's bringing out the layers. We got the bounce, the buoyant. Oh, thanks. Mm. The chestnut brown. Oh my God, stop. Uh, (laughs) No, Heather's looking gorgeous and, uh, and you deserve it because (laughs) this Virgo season, she's been, (laughs) she, she's been grounded. I feel like the way I ground myself is to like (laughs) feel good about my outfit, my hair. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a pedicure after this and the way that dopamine is going to last for at least 30 minutes. (laughs) Oh, you have no idea. Oh my God. But that is actually (laughs) such a Virgo thing to do that I think people don't talk about enough is like taking, like doing little things like that, especially taking care of your body and Mm -hmm. like it doesn't have to be you know I don't think Virgo is superficial or shallow or anything like that it's it's not a waste of time or money to do little things like that to make yourself feel good and you know Virgo's all about the mind body spirit connection take care of your body take care of the outward it affects the inner take care of the inner it affects the outward all that they really are you're you're cracking me up over here, Heather, because as I love to talk about, my father, God bless him, shouts out Drew Lensky, truly w- got to be one of the best Virgos I fucking know. I I love Drew, and I'm very grateful to have been raised by a Virgo as a Pisces because there's a yeah. lot when I'm organized or getting grounded. It's never my voice when I'm emotional, when I'm feeling my feelies, when I'm kind of like, you could die tomorrow, Miranda. What's it going to be? Mm-hmm. What's the choice? Let's outer scope. Let's let's zoom yeah. out. Come on. What's the bigger picture? That's my voice. It is always me. It is my Pisces ass. A- absolutely at the front lines. When I'm getting <laughs> organized, responsible, getting like a little kind of like bossy with myself in a in a good way, in a healthy way of like, all right, we got to get our shit together a little bit here. It is always Drew's voice. It is always my father. The earth tone in me literally is always comes out as Drew's. Yeah. It's so funny. Makes sense. Because um, that's that is how he is. And we grew up in Florida. I'm literally again, I'm just here. Florida to State repping. Channel. But yeah, I'm wearing a, for those of you, again, not watching, but if you want to, it's, again, my look cannot be topped here today, <laughs> folks. Uh, and we got a, we got Winona in the background. Oh, Come on. Precious. Come on. Um, but yes, wrapping Florida State. Growing up in Florida, my dad was like, Miranda, we live in Florida. We wear sandals. All you do is wear sandals here. You got to keep your feet looking nice. It was my dad preaching wow. that. Never my mom. I mean, my mom was who I was going and to. And your mom's you know, a Libra. And I would expect the same thing from a Libra. But I love that it's Honestly, the Virgo father who said that. Yeah. 
it was it's he was a lot more vocal about right. it and like my mom my mom's she's the one i'm going to the salon with my dad was right. not out there getting pedicures <laughs> but you best believe i like grew up watching him out on the patio clipping his toenails <laughs> To, and like he's always had very nice looking feet it's really funny and he always like would dog on my pisces grandfather uh, <laughs> for having funny. like crusty feet and not like and my dad is very much like a. it's extra funny because apparently he was always like that with his hair too growing up and he had like the typical farrah fawcett haircut and he was like a blonde like he looked like a surfer grew up Love. in michigan though but truly blonde farrah fawcett like his high school photos so quintessential 70s it's very good but um my aunt my aunts would tell me later uh they were cracking me up because my dad would uh he would refuse to use a blow dryer because that was for girls and even though his hair is like past his shoulders and like longer than some of his sisters oh he's like I'm not using a blow dryer but he would sprint from one end of the house out after the shower to get his this like perfect like windblown texture and like appearance like he was really kind of like finicky about it he wanted to look that is hilarious Um, but he's but he's such a guy's guy too and was such a like athlete and like but that's also what's so funny last thing I'll say my last little quip about Drew my dad was really good at wrestling he found out like in a gym class he loves telling the story um, Virgo. but he <laughs> loves, loves, he loves his main character. <laughs> but, um, he was really like, he didn't know, um, the like technical professional wrestling moves uh-huh. and like, you know, it's, it's a public school. So it's like the PE coach also coaches basketball and wrestling and football, yeah, yeah. yada, yada. But my dad wasn't able to get pinned by like the star wrestler. And it's just because he was like, I was really agile and just, di- I didn't know how to pin him, but I knew how to continue to like keep moving on the mat so he couldn't pin me and the coach like made him stay after class and was like you gotta you gotta try out for the wrestling team like you'd be really good at it you couldn't that's one of our best wrestlers and you and you don't even wrestle and he couldn't wow um you know like really and my dad refused because he didn't want to get cauliflower ear (laughs) yeah valid And and he was like Ew, the uniforms look so dweeby. <laughs> like he was like, you all look like idiots with your little earmuffs. <laughs> and then even the earmuffs don't help me from getting cauliflower ear. And I got to wear that leotard. Oh. And like he literally, his whole decision was made because he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to look like a fucking oh idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> the co- uh, he could have had a career in it. No, I'm just kidding. So but funny. like, it's like that would drive his, um, yeah, just kind of funny. That is funny. And it's not that he was like, uh, He's never been like mean about looks or like judgy, but he I, he just like his appearance is a, important. Yeah, to him. yeah. He wants to look clean. Yes, and clean. You know, clean is such a Virgo. Sleek. Yeah. Smell nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well packaged. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Very body earth. is sacred to Virgo. I feel like yeah. it's not something that's talked about enough, but really, yeah. I think a big part of the the archetype is that mind body spirit connection and it's interesting too before we started recording I was reading up on like the the symbol for Virgo and the fact that it's the virgin which is such a fucking paradox because I've never met more sexual people in my life than Virgos um really yes but it's the symbol is the virgin the virgin um, what do you mean by that, Heather? But it's more about, from my understanding, and I still want to understand it better, but from my yeah. understanding, it's more about the body being sacred and understanding that oh. the body is yours. Like, like a temple. Like, yeah, but also, like, you know. even if you're... I, just because you like have sex with someone doesn't mean that you're giving your body away. Like my body is mine. Like I am virginal just because I understand that like, this is mine. This is sacred to me and and whatever. It's a relationship with me. Yes. Not anyone else. But, and that's interesting too on the Pisces. I know. Right. Pisces is the opposite. And I feel like my planets in Pisces make me all, uh, I don't want to put myself in precarious situations. But Interesting. yeah, um, go on, go on. Yeah, but it makes sense that it's it's an Earth sign, 
And it's the only earth sign that really is about the body. And it's the only earth sign that is uh, also a relationship sign. And so mm. I think it makes a lot of sense that Virgos are actually like incredibly sexual <laughs> from my experience. That's like, funny. interesting. Yeah. I'll have to ask. I know. Dad. I was just going to say, I know we were just talking about your dad. And <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I'll have to get his take on it. Just kidding. Um, anyway, but yeah, that's funny, especially with like, so it's like almost like my, it's like the power of you couldn't literally control my body if you wanted right. to. This idea that my body could possibly belong to anyone but me is, is like laughable. Yes. So, and like, there's no wonder there's probably so much more energy of incompetence of being more sexual because of that, because you're so in control. Yes. And or in uh, your your relationship with your body is so yours and no one else could fuck with it if they tried that there's got to be like a confidence and like Mm -hmm. a what am I trying to say? Like just like a a security and being like nothing there. No, no, no negative energy could penetrate. Exactly. Exactly. That's a really cool way to look at it. Yeah. I read this whole thing. Liz Green. I forget which book it was, but there was this whole section about Virgos and how a lot of the like sex worker clients she's had have been Virgos, but that they have the most interesting takes on sex. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. I'll have to call Drew. How do we pivot back? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, let me cut out everything I just said when I brought up my dad. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I mean, please. I think Drew was a little slut back in the day. Happily so. Um, As he should have been. And as should Kim. Shouts out to my Libra mother. Does Drew have a thing about ironing his clothes? Or is that just... (laughs) (laughs) Not so much ironing his clothes. (laughs) Even people I know who are just like... (laughs) I don't know. Like He is just so finicky. It's so funny. I don't know if that's the right word Mm. for it. Finicky, but he is just so Detail-oriented or... Yes, Mm -hmm. and he's so annoying, but like, thank God I was raised with him because, oh my God, the way my brain just doesn't sort of operate. Oh my God, same. And he gets, uh, he's always, even growing up, again, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, again, we're talking about my dad, so it's like, Obviously, I'm like, yeah, I don't really know about the sex drive thing. This is the Virgo I'm like closest with. But all the ways in which I know him as my dad and the way he shows up as my dad are obviously very Virgo. But even like even when he was talking to me as a kid or if I like messed up or if I was just, you know, he was never nagging at me or like like railing on me. He was never that kind of father that was like trying to be a, a dick or controlling or really he wasn't even really strict, but he was. He was more like, he would even say this, like, I'm looking out for you. Yeah. He's like, you're my kid. I'm looking out for you. And I'm like, I'm sure that's obviously a father thing, but um, he is, he would, it would almost like frustrate him the way my mom wasn't organized. Mm. She's like, look at her. She's got things falling out of her purse. She's going to lose her money. She, she's going to leave things behind. Like he was like, you always want to give your things secure, Miranda. You want to make sure you got enough gadgets, enough gadgets. You want to put your things in your pocket. Like he was Mm -hmm. always just like, and he's like, I'm not trying. And he would always say, I'm not trying to harp on you. Not trying to harp on you. He was always gentle. And he was like. I'm just looking out for you. He's like, this is shit I wish I knew. Like, he's got a very, while he is Virgo and very Earth in that way, the he's older now, and I'm, like, wondering how much of, the, like, the Virgo Pisces line of that, like, kind of shows through. And yeah. And he's always been very spiritual. Yeah. Always been without and never religious. Like, let me be so right. clear. Never. I would always classify him as spiritual. I would not classify him as religious, which is really interesting. Oh, and the alien shit. He's just eating it up. Loves it. Living for it. Knew it was coming. Can't believe it's in his lifetime. Oh, he's just so excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like the ways he, you know, I know him as my dad. And those are the ways it's just like he is so Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. But then also on the flip side of that, he can be late a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. Which I find interesting, but I also he's been at his job for like over twenty years, and he's really comfortable there. Right, and he's like the boss, so it's like I think he can well, be. He tries not to be, but he's really always been. Even when he's having fun, there's been a responsibility to it. But again, I know him as my dad, and he's older. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, there is. But that. I think, 
the last thing I will just say, and I've always, always thought this, and I love my mom to death. And everyone, we all have relationships with our moms, our dads, blah, blah, blah. A mother and daughter's relationship is very sacred. I don't know if my mom and I would have necessarily like kicked it if we were alive at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alive yeah. at the same time. If we were born like in the same yeah. era and we were the people we yeah. are. Um, but my mom is the reason I say that because she was always like, you're so out. I was not ever as outgoing. I probably would have been intimidated by uh-huh. you or I would have been really shy. Like she was like, I was also like a drinker in high school. I was a little partier. <laughs> She's like, and you're not like that, oh. right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, mommy, I'm not in college yet. Wait till I go to my first Clemson game. <laughs> Wait till I meet um, Heather. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait till I meet Heather. But like my mom, I, I disagree with her because I like her as a human. And I, I do think we would have been friends. But that was something she always said. My dad and I, though, it's one of those things where I'm like, we totally would have been buds. Right. Like, I just really think we could have been friends in another life as well. Um, Like, that's almost like the vibe. Like, that's kind of like the level of, like, I'm able to talk to my dad about shit. And I feel really lucky for that. And he's always been really, like, real about, like, he's very conversational, very, like, he loves conversing with people. Yeah. He, and and that's where I do see the Virgo Pisces trait. I think that's some, the way that's some of my favorite moments of life, just having a conversation with someone, like, late at night, Mm -hmm. um, when maybe everyone else has gone to bed or blah, blah, blah. That's, like, his, too. That's sweet. It's just interesting. Heather, I'm so sorry. We cannot make this whole podcast episode about my fucking sure dad. Sure we can. Um, <laughs> and with that, we should start moving into Yeah, we should. Charts. I have a lot to say. Uh, okay. I promise not to make the whole episode about Drew. <laughs> we will be moving more on into Virgo. It was just, I yeah, he could not be more Virgo. Relevant. Very relevant, unfortunately, so relevant. And then he raised a little Pisces and then had deep, meaningful conversations with her growing up all through her little life Uh about spirituality and the bigger picture. And then they wonder, they wonder why I became a theater major and followed my heart. Yeah, come (laughs) the fuck on. (gasps) You did this, you two parents. Your fault. (laughs) Love them to death. Love them both to death. Uh, Heather Virgo my god we and I I know I was uh, talking about this off the pod recently as in five seconds ago (laughs) but when I was I was like journaling a couple days ago and the way I literally described as when I was journaling I was like I just feel like there's a fire under my ass to get grounded and I was like bitch you just described the Leo new moon moving into the Virgo sun season mm-hmm. like I realized as I was journaling that I didn't even put the two and two together in the moment that's just how I described the feeling and then you just reminded me Heather in a couple days we're shifting into that Pisces full moon Pisces Virgo's full moon. opposite mm-hmm. and no wonder my ass has been dealing with a lot of existential themes recently uh-huh. a lot of big spirituality yeah or just a lot of big spiritual reflection and as you just reminded me, we got this Mercury in re- Mercury in retrograde, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So yes. lots of reflection. Oh, my God. Saturn is in Pisces for, you know, it's been there for almost a year. And then we'll be there for another year. And it's our Saturn returns. But because Saturn is in Pisces, there's also, there is like especially a Pisces emphasis, I think, to this Virgo season because the Virgo sun is hitting opposing that Saturn and Pisces. So it is sort of like balancing those two energies, I think. And yeah, the Mercury retrograde is always reflective. Yes. And then again, so I just want to, sometimes I get ahead of myself, Heather, and I want to do my my due diligence as being the astrology uh, (laughs) dum-dum. But like when you, just for the listeners who might just be tuning in or just to help in general, <laughs> yeah. beginners, when you say that, like, when we talk about Pisces and Virgo sharing an energy, mm-hmm. do you mind just talking about that again as a reminder for yeah. the listeners of, like, what that kind of, like, how every sign has sort of, like, this sister soul s- mate sign? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll explain. Yeah, well, uh, astrology is very mathematic, um, and there yeah, are, science. no, it's true. And there's it is. Uh, Virgos will love this, but, um, there's 12 <laughs> signs, um, 12 signs. even number, 
separating into a perfect little pizza pie. And uh, yeah, so each sign has its opposite sign. So Aries is the first sign. Its opposite is the seventh sign of Libra. Taurus is the second sign. Its opposite is the eighth sign of Scorpio. And so when you get to Virgo, which is the sixth sixth sign of the Zodiac, the halfway point, its opposite is the last sign, Pisces. And they always deal with kind of the same theme, but in opposite ways. Because they're different. Usually there's never two... No two signs are the same. Excuse me. No two signs that are matched are the same element. Correct? Correct. Yes. They're all different. So the way that Virgo is earth and Pisces is water, but yet they're, they share this like similar themes because they're on the same degree or the same line. Yes. Across from each other. Yes. And I believe so it, all yeah. the fire signs are opposite air signs and all the earth signs are opposite water signs. Right? Interesting. Um, yeah, that's correct. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So. And the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and that kind of helps like, uh, you know fire and air are opposite earth and water are opposite it's like well and isn't it correct me if i'm wrong heather but whenever we're in whatever jesus right now the way the astrological year is unfolding and the way as we've talked about because the year previous in 2022 the new moons were coming the new moons were in the same sign Uh that the sun was also shifting in and now the new the way it's just like folding out this year the new moons are at the beginning of the sun sign, but they're in the previous signs <laughs> energy. Right. Which is just kind of like, sorry, that's, that's confusing. I don't, I'm sure. Yeah, I no, no. I, th- I, I think what's occurring is we're having like the full moons first. So we just entered yes. Virgo season and we're going to have the Pisces full moon right at the start of it. And right. then the Virgo new moon isn't going to happen until yes. another two and a half weeks. Yes. So, and then, and it was just reversed in 2022. The new Yeah. Moon it just, this, before. the pattern just shifted like but a few months ago. Correct me if I'm wrong. Every full moon in, when the sun is in a sign, the full moon that that sign experiences is always, is, is always it's opposite. It's opposite. So like, there were all the full moon that happens in Virgo every time is always in Pisces and vice versa. When the sun is in Pisces, the full moon that happens during Pisces is always in Virgo. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. And when you so that's look always at the way to like, yeah, when, know the energy too. Yeah. And it's when you look at the oh, natal geez. chart, <laughs> the moon takes <sighs> a full month to travel around the whole Zodiac chart. Um, right. And when you're say born on a new moon you have your the sun and moon usually in the same sign right next to each other and it looks like a new moon because the sun is blocking some of the moon's light it's and then when it's full it's opposite on the complete opposite end of the chart and yeah I don't know it's cool to think about it that way and the journey that the moon takes throughout the month of uh yeah, illuminating something about that sun sign energy and then having a full circle moment and then starting over again. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. And it is. It is. And it was just so fun to be journaling. And like, I have a weekly podcast devoted to this yeah. shit. And I still, as I was journaling, didn't catch myself in the moment being like, realizing I was describing the energy. Of I know. The that's Leo so cool. I love that. It into Virgo. So funny. And then, of course, now the Mercury in retrograde and the Pisces full moon on the horizon is making me realize that (laughs) and have the perspective it's science facts math folks we cannot make it up if we tried you think we're making this up oh my god come on i'm exhausted all right nasa's gonna eat their words in the next 100 years at least (laughs) anyway shitting on hollywood horoscopes no uh (laughs) if we get big they might yeah When we got NASA, lo- I NASA mean, loves to so add funny. astrology in general, and they yeah, NASA's full of a bunch they of Virgos. don't fucking even realize <laughs> that it's math. It's math. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's well, yeah, all the female NASA scientists are in on it. I'm it's sure. I'm sure. But like again, astrology does just like we talk about this before, really quick, Heather. 
like the feminine and masculine energy that the universe sort of puts out and not to say that there's like a man energy and a, yeah, and a yeah, woman yeah. energy, but it's like the astrology to me is very much in the feminine. It is not precise. It's not like, uh, well, it's, it is, well, it is, it is, but usually the but, hook in is intuitive. Yes. And like, uh, I think that's why it is so interesting that um, I find that a, lo- a lot of women are more inclined to, or a lot more, I guess I should say, feminine folks I know. Yeah. Not just women. But no, like yeah. More, pe- more people who I know who are more in touch with their feminine side mm-hmm. embrace astrology yes. uh, usually better and enjoy it. And it's, I do think there's just kind of like a natural bridge of uh, intuition. Yeah. And um, yeah, if you've spent your entire life not realizing that a lot of like the energy, I don't know if you just spent your entire life thinking from a logistical place or, or believing that you're not operating from intuition, it's gotta be harder to like embrace it. And then I, Mm -hmm. then I think once you really embrace astrology due to your intuition, you realize how much of it is just making fucking observations. Literally. So NASA would actually have a ball. They would. They love making observations and hypotheses. We will. We will other. Anywho, Z. And with that, uh, I know we got to move into these charts, but yes. before we do, Heather, before we move in, sorry, there's a fly in here. You see what I'm oh doing? Oh my God. Before we move into these Virgo charts, is there anything specific of this uh, extra about this Virgo time, Heather, that you wanted to touch on? I know we'll get more into the details of the movement in the sky uh, closer to closing, but like in terms of... Uh, just yeah. listeners, y'all doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Heather. There's what a we, lot we going on. Life well, it's, out? it's interesting. <laughs> there's a there's a like lot. Heather, of- <laughs> Heather, tell them they'll be okay. Tell us we are gonna be okay. <laughs> but it is. It's. I mean, it's a year of shifts and changes. The nodes just changing signs. I cannot tell you how much I'm hearing of couples breaking up. It's. I feel Bro. like every day it's a new couple that's breaking up or, yeah. or the opposite. I've also seen, you know, some couples reinvigorating their relationship in a really positive way, but it just feels like fucking shifts and changes are upon us um, wow. regardless of whether we want it or not. And mm. it's interesting that we're in Virgo season at the halfway point of the Zodiac and that uh, it started with Mercury retrograding and venus has been retrograding all summer it's not done so that's our two main personal two of our main personal planets are retrograding during this virgo time that's about like catching up taking care of details taking care of work you know cleaning up after leo uh so it's like yeah it's a good opportunity to ground and it's definitely important to take care of those details but at the same time you have to be kind of flexible I think this Virgo season and Virgo is a mutable sign so it is good at adapting um but yes we're all gonna be okay but I I I think it's it's uh I don't know it helps me to understand that change is an inevitable part of life yeah and yeah you know so is that pisces cyclical existential yeah yeah, acceptance it's all it's all a part of life but um it is yeah i feel like well and i just feel like there's a huge part of earth that has i could totally let me know if i'm completely missing the ball on this heather but I feel like earth signs get a rep for, you know, they're, they're, they're controlling or can be more um, anal about like mm-hmm. control and being organized. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's not so much like, at least specifically when I think of Virgo, it's like control of what you can, not what you can't uh, control over what you can control and not, there just has to be an acceptance and an overall belief of trust in the universe of the shit you can't. Um, Cause that is just like our reality. And I feel like, there is almost like a Virgo. I feel like Virgo maybe is more accepting of that than Pisces. Yeah. Um, Cause Pisces, this whole thing is just like, I think looking so existential and so, I don't know, maybe the acceptance thing is the wrong word I'm trying to say, but um, yeah, there's something about, I like how Virgo gives off the energy of it's like, it's not trying to be controlling for the sake of controlling. It's like exactly the things I can control, taking care of my body, making sure I'm healthy yeah. from the inside out. Like I can't control the things on the outside, but the shit I can, ooh, let I'm you best believe I'm gonna have it unlocked. Mm-hmm. It feels like the the vibe. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
I'm personally trying to focus on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Controlling the things I can. Yeah. Breathing and accepting the things we can't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Capricorn can have an overall control vibe. Yeah. So can Taurus. Uh, so I want to be very clear when I'm speaking about like Virgo, it does, it feels like it falls into, like you said, it's mutable. So maybe it's more of like, I don't know if that's why I get that energy. Yeah. And it's a little more accepting of like going with the flow. Yeah. No. Th- yeah. That would make sense. Cause mutable is, I know I need to think about it more. And to be honest, I don't have a lot of Virgos in my life. And I'm thinking about like the reality stars that are a little mm. bit like chess players within their cast. And that is a Virgo yeah. thing of being like, I know exactly where to put this to make this happen and, and that kind of thing. Mm. But, um, but no, I think there's something to what you're saying. I think that it is way more about the mind, body, spirit connection. It's mutable. It's adaptable. So there is a sort of, yeah. And, and they do say that Virgo, uh, is very accepting over everyone being themselves and that's something I was just reading in like a fucking Vogue article or something (laughs) right before I (laughs) interesting yeah Yeah. but yeah I need to think about that more I yeah it's a fun also I just realized Heather too this is our first official sign that we are already covered doubling up on Mm -hmm. yeah and it's 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 tricky because we I think we only did one week of Virgo which was like our very first episode ever and I think it was just like we popped off with Virgo and then immediately went into Libra. Right. I want to say because of just like the we timing. We only did one Virgo episode. You're right. But it's so fun coming, like circling back onto Virgo. Yeah. And then in this Mercury retrograde of like reflecting on our past yeah. year. And oh, just what a, what a time. It and it is interesting to hear we, yeah, because that, yeah, I guess we, I don't know. It's just what a. Virgo's a interesting time and I'm re- realizing we didn't do a full month in it last yeah. time. So I'm having like it feels like it's new, but we've also covered it. Right. So this is a fun little realization as we're coming up on no, a, you're right. a year of the podcast, right. y'all. Couple episodes here. We'll be at our, our year. Okay, sorry. Wow. Uh circling back. Um All right, Heather, and we'll get more into the sky, of course, but yeah. shall we go ahead and jump into these Virgo charts? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this, uh, this Virgo we're going to be, I'm going to be covering today, folks, bringing in, um, I fucking love her. Oh my God. Like she is not slowly, but surely is like the time is here. It's arrived. It's been here. Um, it's happening before our very eyes. Zendaya. That's right. Virgos love one names. Beyonce. Ah! Zendaya. The simple, Nick the Jonas. sleek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick Jonas, all one word. Um, but like, yeah. You're right. I, Lala <laughs> on Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. Virgos are, they're so about their. Yeah. Interesting. I think Virgo too, in the way that it's about its appearances, it also is very much about how it's perceived. I could be totally wrong on that. And I want I want to be clear when I say that. I feel like Virgo gives a shit what people think. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that Virgo's afraid to be itself or doesn't feel like it can express itself. That's not what I mean at all. I just feel like Virgo, like Virgo doesn't want, it gives a shit if you, Virgo has an energy of like giving a shit of like what you think and the way it's perceived because like, I feel like Virgo goes out of their way to be respectful, kind, aware Mm -hmm. like there's a self-awareness to Virgo oh for sure it's uh the earth relationship sign it's the most perfectionistic sign and it's the mind body sign so of course I think putting all that together yes they okay you know they're all about the the package and yeah and perfecting everything yeah yes and like kind of the self-work and like yeah, put, totally. In, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a more spiritual earth yeah, way. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like in that earth way, not afraid to get the hands dirty. Exactly. Not to look inward and like do that salt and like take that time to better. For sure. Thyself. For sure. Love it. Zendaya embodies that to me in every way. Yeah. One of like became not a, not an overnight success. She's just been successful, been in a lot of heavy hitting things, but she's so fucking charismatic and likable. Oh, my God. And just an unproblematic queen mm-hmm. in a way that. Like a lot of celebrities do, and you can tell that they've had PR coaching. You can tell that they're watching what they say for the sake of, like, 
I don't want to ruin my my money. Blah blah blah. Right. But Zendaya just feels like there's not a PR coach in the world that's like, now you can't be offensive, okay? Or like you just like she has such a way I feel like I'm getting to see the authentic real her, which again I'm saying that with an asterisk. We don't know celebrities, yada yada, but like the ability to just be so like, yeah, hey, I'm Zendaya, one word. But I'm I'm just the girl next door. Yeah. Like you're one word you're famous by one word, <laughs> by your one word name, Zendaya. And you're on one of the biggest HBO shows of all time. Mm-hmm. And you were just in Dune and that's coming out in a series alongside Timothy motherfucking Shalmet. Mm-hmm. Like she's all over the place. She's dominating. She's so talented and deserves to have one of the biggest heads in the world. And it's always just so refreshing. When some, like, I genuinely believe she, I don't believe she's putting that on for like appearances. Like, I got no, no. I think she is. No. And I, I could totally have this wrong. Alex Nightingale will correct me, I'm sure. But I want to also say she is not a nepo baby, straight up. Like, her, I, her I did a, a teacher. bit of research. Her mom was a stage manager, so she grew up in mm. theater. Okay. Ah, Apparently, okay. she spent her youth in the Shakespeare Theater Company because her mom was always stage managing there. And then she started taking classes in their youth program. And then that's okay. how she got into acting, um, which oh, is a way more see, grounded, that. like, uh, that's so space, Virgo. you know, theater. To be a student. And then also to, like, the level Yeah, to be a student. student. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be with Shakespeare. To, like, craft, like yeah. something so, with so much integrity and. And then. She's just beautiful. Like she's gorgeous, just, which is also such a Virgo gorgeous. thing. I think that also speaks yes. to the like body. She's radiant. Like yeah. it's so many Virgos God. are just effortless, effortlessly fucking stunning. Like attractive. Yeah. Oh my God. Zendaya is so fucking hot. But like that and then it can just be like, well, I'm Zendaya. Like, right. You know, like that's such a, oh, that's so earth. That's so mm-hmm. earth. And I, yeah, she exudes that. And then, sorry, Heather, I was going to do her, um gonna share her top three with the folks um yes virgo sun taurus moon and then aquarius rising so we've got some double earth Mm -hmm. and then mix that in with that air Mm -hmm. like she just uh that i found the i found her taurus moon to be very interesting and i know that there's kind of a connection to our next uh chart as well yeah yeah but like exactly to want to be a student to start in the theater like zendaya also like don't get me wrong like that's what I mean by she's so pretty she doesn't have to be talented like at that point she's so pretty she could just be a model like she wouldn't even have to like totally which is a talent in itself but I'm more just saying like I feel like we all understand kind of sort of what's happening in the world of Hollywood and what's always kind of happened in Hollywood that like unlike theater Hollywood you don't necessarily always have to have the acting chops if you look a certain way or have a certain part and you look good for the film you're in it Mm -hmm. a lot you know or like it can be a little more on the superficial end um I think the fact that she grew up in theater and probably was devoted and uh, saw herself being in theater too like there was always an understanding when you do theater compared to film (laughs) theater you don't always have to be the most attractive it's not it's not about that it is a lot more um like merit based in terms of can you sing dance act like blah 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 um and the chops have to be there and there is something about zendaya that's like uh, i'm sure she knows she could have taken that other road maybe she didn't she was just a kid falling in love with her craft maybe when she was younger but like it, 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 it to me it reads that that shit's important to her being talented and good at this i she's a competitor i think like, so i get and a competitive vibe from her against like herself not like yeah, yeah. in a you get it you get I it i think there is like a mm-hmm. mm, i think also speaking for what i know of taurus um, having a Taurus moon with that strong sense of values, but also a quality, I, you know, she could have taken, I'm sure she was offered so many roles, but she was very selective, which is very Virgo and Taurus and, you know, chose that euphoria role where she, you know, isn't playing a pretty girl. It's a fucking hard character to make likable. And Messy, yeah, yeah, um, yeah but she took Gosh, a risk so with that. But because <laughs> it, it's such a Taurus Virgo risk, I think of like being very selective, knowing that this mm-hmm. is like quality. And yeah, I don't think she just takes whatever role falls on her lap. I think she's very um, thoughtful about it. Yeah, I would agree. No, absolutely. 
And then I don't know if you can see anything like else in her chart, Heather. I know that sometimes like this happens based on like her placements or the degrees, but like, does it seem like she has a chart that's like destined for what she's doing? So it's interesting because I, when I first looked at it, I was like, this doesn't really read to me as an actor's chart, but she mm. wears many hats. I mean, I was reading her mm -hmm. biography. She does modeling. She's also a dancer. And like she was mm -hmm. a background dancer for a Selena Gomez music video and stuff. Oh, um, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, like she was like doing dance. Like there's so many other avenues that she could have like really. But anyway, so it's I don't get an actor's chart necessarily. I do get certain quote unquote faded placements for being in the public. Um, there's this grand trine with all the earth signs. So the the sun in Virgo in the seventh, moon in Taurus in the third, also connecting to Jupiter, the great abundant lucky planet in the 11th, which deals with the public and your dreams and wishes and your, your place among the collective. Um, so that's a nice grand trine. And then she also has two trines connecting Pluto, which is the planet of power and fate. And uh, that's right on the midheaven, the career point. Um, in trying to Saturn and Aries and Venus and Mars and Cancer. And I think the Venus and Mars and Cancer is what makes her a good actress and able to tap into those emotions. Oh, literally. That's really interesting to hear that it doesn't read so much as a, or like what you would normally see from like an actor's, a stereotypical actor's chart. Um, because I want to say, Maybe her dad was a teacher or maybe she was going to go into teaching. Mm. There's a story somewhere <laughs> where her dad, I think, either taught and like that was like her plan until. Interesting. This like took off. Yeah. I'd totally be making that up. Yeah. But to me, it's like if that's not even like teaching, I know isn't necessarily something that makes someone famous, but there is still like a public figure-ness to oh, it. Oh, for sure. You're, like, in front of a group of people. Yes. You, become, like, you have to command a room. You. you have to. You have to command. Yeah, there's a performance aspect Absolutely. to teaching. And I would learn anything from her. <laughs> I, oh. Like, I would follow her off the cliffs. 100%. Like, she, I feel like if she wasn't doing this, and if, it, if I do have this right, and she was thinking about teaching, um... Yeah, I just, like, I could see that, too. She just, and I love that she, a lot of times, too, like, before Euphoria will come out, she'll, like, post on Instagram, where she'll make, like, a social post where she's like, hey, I know that we have a lot of fans and people who watch this show, and it's a popular HBO show, but also we're going to be touching on, there's some heavy shit this this episode. Like, she cares Very about Aquarius. the viewers who are watching. Yeah. Yes, she's like, hey, this might be heavy. Totally okay if you can't keep up with it or watch it, like, it's crazy that an act like in real time as the show is coming out, she's like putting post up with these episodes. The details. I know. Like just the, I know. The fucking. She's the a cares. queen. She's so mature. Uh, really? <laughs> what a topsy turvy episode this has been, Heather. What Just topsy turvy. Topsy turvy. Oh my God. Alex Nightingale. Speaking yeah, of speak British <laughs> accent. Oh, speaking of Alex Nightingale and British accent. Wait, I'm trying to find the chart. Topsy turvy. Covering. I just watched Pride and Prejudice <laughs> because she made me. Oh, you, I, oh isn't it amazing? Shit. That is like my favorite when did you love watch story. It? How old were you when you, Besides when you watched Twilight? It? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Twilight, Heather, you've never been more accurate or on point in your life, and I say that too often. Um, um, I read the book when I was trying to be a pretentious intellectual in high school, mm -hmm. and Aquarius. I. Uh, <laughs> but the movie, I think, came out. Yeah, literally, the movie 05, came out around then too, yeah. and yeah, or, or oh, yeah, I guess it came. Whatever. I think I watched it in high school. Um, both. But like, yeah, there's something about the fucking stoic guy who's not giving you affection. That is just, and then he pours his heart out. Oh my god, it's like Mr. made for me. Darcy, he says, <laughs> "I love you ardently, <laughs> ardently, ardent, yeah. ardent, ardently." I can't say it. Ard but yeah, I ardent. had to ardently. watch it because well Alex and I had plans to watch it together but then oh my god I got sick and yada yada and I was like it's on it's here I'm watching it I can't believe I've never seen it before I can't believe I did that it to is myself. the best it is the best I watched it again pretty recently with Christian and I was like this it's is the so best good. it's oh the best god. 
and her character is amazing. Kiara, like Kiara, it, Kiara I love Kiara Knightley. Knightley. I think she might be I a Virgo. I was just gonna say, but also she's also the. I think she is first of all, but second of all, and we'll do her later. But I, she's so good in these like old British rose, like these Shakespearean ass. Like God, she's got that shit down. Talking about, I know like, she really does. Train. Like she's also Emma Watson could never. And God, and I love Emma Watson. I really do. But there, I he, she, he, Why can't I not say her name today? Kiara Knightley. <laughs> do you want to say I Kiara? Keeks. <laughs> Shouts out to, to Kiara. Um. Anyways, yeah, Aww. she's just so good at that. But then, I love Succession. So seeing, um, Mr. Darcy who plays. I don't know his name. I can't think of his name in real life, but he plays um, Tom in Succession. I'm like, it's crazy. Oh my God, his range. His range. Impeccable. That's what I would watch Succession with Alex. And she was always talking about his range and how like, she was like, you have to watch him in Pride and Prejudice. And yeah, it blew me away. Anyways, shout out to Alex Nightingale on that one. It's Virgo. So I'm hitting, I've got to check off all the things, all the, task she gave me before she moves <laughs> i don't want to talk about it um any whoozy oh. i know and alex has been giving me shit okay the last <laughs> i'm like i swear we're not gonna tangent anymore heather but i've been getting shit from alex because she's like everyone's trying to hang out with me before i move where are you and i did get really sick and so <laughs> i had to like stay away from her which was really annoying but i also was like yeah. you're seeing my pisces in real form i'm escaping this because i don't want to deal with it <laughs> and she's like i know and my Libra's over this shit and like it's just so funny how i was like my pisces isn't facing reality on this and yeah. refuses to accept it oh my god um, anyways i talked to my pisces wax specialist about that the <laughs> other day when she was waxing my vagina <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's my favorite place to talk about astrology, honestly. <laughs> you right. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's go back. Okay. Let's 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 Virgo ourselves here, Heather. All right. As I got us off on that tangent, but um, this next yeah, time, shall we? All one word, Nick Jonas. <laughs> All one word, Nick Jonas. Uh, had to do a British accent, although he like hardly did. Oh, I oh, <laughs> that's is. right. Um. But uh, yeah, Nick Jonas, Virgo Sun, uh, Taurus Moon, just like Zendaya, and just like me, Leo Rising. Um, Yeah, and so (laughs) say another. The thing that struck me the most in looking, so there, I I hate to say this, but because it's you know, I I feel like the listeners don't really care, but like. This chart is has so many similarities to my wow. own. Like all of the placements, yeah. it's actually kind of crazy. We Pluto about. in the fourth, opposite Moon in the tenth, conjunct the midheaven, the Leo rising. Got to start moon. a band, but Heather. then Saturn. Start a band with your brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Gina, sister, <laughs> let's do this. Um, but uh, yeah, but Saturn in the seventh in Aquarius. Uh, is something that I struggle with the most in my chart. And I think it's really interesting that Nick uh, married Priyanka mm-hmm. and that Priyanka is 41 years old. And he is, I want to say, 12. 30 years yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. she. No. Wait, I'm going to look up his age. A, like an but, a, uh, Yes. A big eight, like 11 years or something. And they say that Saturn in the seventh house of marriage and one-to-one relationships that, like I've said before, you have to kiss a lot of frogs. You have to like wait till after your Saturn return usually to like have a good steady relationship. And then you get married, you take relationships very seriously. Right. But they also say that because Saturn is the mature sign and it fa- if it falls in your seventh of relationships that you often there's a stereotype of marrying way older and like that's such a obvious thing with women like I, I don't know but it's it's really interesting seeing Nick Jonas who's we all kind of like right. still think of as like a little, a little baby boy yeah. in a way like marrying someone way older uh but it really that that's is so, so Saturn wild. in the seventh that's so wild Heather that that's something like in their chart because I remember when that happened too and so many people were like 
of course mad so what? many of the fans were like what and i think a lot of it was just like the fans yeah. being like my chances are over um but right. it also i feel like it also came as a surprise it was like a i remember it being kind of like a shocking thing or like people it was like yeah I don't think a lot of people knew they were dating let alone like um but i remember kind of being like this is weirdly the hottest nick jonas has ever like looked to me and seemed to me because like his confidence and the way that so many people were like dogging it and they doubled down. And I want to say like at three different weddings or four or something. Well, that's, I, I watched this Indian reality show and they do like week long weddings. Oh, it's insane. So it's, oh, okay. it's like a marathon. That's like part of the oh, um, tradition and the makes culture sense. there. Well, and the, so I'm sure that's probably why too. that's like a thing. They just like have multiple. No, they of course. Have a ton of but, money, and but especially if, too traditional if one person in the couple's indian and the other's american they'll often have all the indian weddings and then they'll also do the american version right. so it's like you're it's covering all the bases yeah. but no and i remember yeah i just yeah. uh it is interesting and i do i think we've watched like a i think there's a lot of maturity that happened with nick and a, and a lot of the brothers like clear, duh obviously behind the scenes because it's like they became this band a very successful boy band you know when we were younger like middle school I think was like as young as I was when the Jonas Brothers like came around and they were also in middle school, I want to yeah. say. And like coming to. Yeah, they're like yeah. our age. Yeah. Nick's 30. That's right. I just like coming up. to like ride, watching these people like our, like these little boys our age come to fame like through Disney Channel and all this and become little heartthrobs. And they were so successful. It wasn't like they got to an age where they all started doing drugs and fell off. They just I just oh, remember yeah. they stopped and I never really knew why and I don't think a lot of people really knew why they just decided to stop and then I forget the name of the documentary but the Jonas Brothers had a documentary come out and basically Joe and Nick too they've always kind of had the beef like they've always and even in this documentary a little bit they're the ones sort of like more at war with each other than Kevin is with either of them but <laughs> Kevin off in the wings <laughs> Kevin's God, not, awesome. yeah. but it's like always been about like Joe and Nick and even when it was like when we were younger and even still today it's like are you a Joe girl or a Nick girl and Kevin is just out in the wings with Frankie who everyone no one cares about anyway but like it is interesting when we talked about I, I want to say we figured this out Heather that Joe is a Leo or like he also has Leo in his chart and then something else I can't remember but yeah, I want to say think Joe's also, Leo's It son. makes sense why they compete. They're close. They're closer in age, and yes. then also, uh, I they All both have Leo. similar like talents and similar charts, and it's really interesting. Uh -huh. um, but according to this documentary, and according to Joe, and then even Nick in the documentary, it was Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas is the reason the Jonas Brothers ended. It was him and his fucking solo career, essentially. And but like he, it wasn't oh. something they discussed as like a group. Like uh, we find out in this documentary years later that Nick just sort of told them, hey, band's over. I'm I'm going solo. And that was like it. There was no like discussion. So Joe and they, they were hurt. This wasn't just like the band broke up like th this was drama for their family for the past few years. Like the brothers had wow. real beef because Joe was like, you end, you just ended it. You just ended it. It wasn't up to anybody else. And then Joe had his own little solo career cake by the ocean god damn that slaps oh, I, I love know. that song and yeah then, it does um, slap like, people love to forget about joe's career and then because nick was over there being like I that song is so good jealous. god they both did right. so good in their solo careers but I, that's why i was like come back together boys and they did and like it was a yeah. beautiful like i literally felt like in this documentary we're watching the jonas brothers in the middle of their saturn return i'm not kidding and it makes sense because of like the age yeah. of like I guess they were. Old. Yeah. And Joe's like, I think a little older. Yeah. Like Nick's our age, but Joe is a little older. So him entering like his Saturn return. And it was a huge, like this yeah. band was successful and we didn't need to break up. And they have like this whole heat. Like that's what the documentary is like them healing and forgiving each other. And then like going back on tour and now they're back together. But like all this oh, to wow. say, it, yes, I think Nick, um, while he was the youngest, you know, he, I don't think Joe ever did Broadway like Nick did. Nick was always very like, and he could do the, he could do that thing, you know, the falsetto and then Dick could do yeah. like, and, uh, looking at Nick's chart, it's just the way it's so earth grounded. I want to, I have a firm belief that Nick was the reason the whole band was as successful as it was. I mean, there are a bunch of cute brothers in a band on the Disney channel. Like it's going to go well, 
but I do think the drive into like make it what it is was a lot of Nick and he was also I want to say like they did write their songs and Nick was a lead songwriter very like Beyonce when she was with Destiny's <laughs> Child like I do and then Nick yeah. did while Joe still had a pretty successful career Nick's solo career was definitely I think heightened and bigger than Joe's we can all agree and it do, it gives me that and who Beyonce is also a Virgo but gave me that same like feeling mm. of like I always Beyonce was always even though they were a group it was like Beyonce was the visionary the producer the, yeah yes I think like yes the anchor and I think the same yeah. about Nick uh, for the Jonas Brothers. No, I think you're right. Especially I think you're right. That, and yeah. Saturn in the seventh, opposite that Leo rising, takes it all very seriously. The Taurus moon in the tenth takes it all very seriously. Virgo yeah. too. Um, and yeah, there was some. Oh, oh yeah, I read that. Um, I, Nick was on Broadway when he was like yeah. seven years old. He was in, a Broadway baby uh, as Tiny Tim yep. in like Christmas Carol. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he is probably the one who catapulted it. I think it Nick all. Always, he just always had um, the voice, especially as a little kid too, who could falsetto. And then, like, yes, was really took the shit seriously. Was like very grounded for a kid. New, it's like. I feel like so many people don't realize to be really talented is only like half the battle to hone it in and you have to, to want like, to the, do the it. career part of that is all where'd I go where did I just go I took a helium balloon ride up to the skies did you hear that Heather because like the real work <laughs> of getting a career at that magnitude and level so many more talented people would have it it is such a that is our that's a yeah. full-time job completely separate and that's why a lot Growing. of people don't make it or again you know the nepo baby connect um but i don't think the jonas brothers right. were nepo babies they like grew up in no Jersey. i don't think they were but and i think nick just was talented right enough i, I want to say right get. that's yeah but to continue to be doing it still is very impressive and hard and it's it's why a lot of people can't and don't um yeah, mm-hmm. his his earth is like I think I I can imagine he was the the leader and also being the baby and then the one with sort of the like who had been working in the professional entertainment career technically the longest at seven like before all of his mm-hmm. brothers like it's mm-hmm. an interesting dynamic oh mm-hmm. it's so fucking Virgo of him it's so funny it is for it's sure so it's, it's giving it is, Beyonce it is. and Destiny's Child. And he has Jupiter conjunct the sun with Mercury there, which is so fucking nice. That is just like a lucky, a very lucky lucky position. You can see, you can see the abundance Mm. before you grab it by the horns. Mm. Or those Calvin Klein undies. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Remember that commercial folks? I I digress. Uh, Anything else, Heather, about sweet baby Nick Jonas? that uh i think that's the main thing that's so interesting about the pre uh like the chart of dating some or you know maturing and being with someone yeah i was like oh my god saturn in the seventh his wife is 10 years older and he didn't really establish that relationship until saturn returned it's true it's so true um gorgeous oh a couple of fun charts zendaya nick jonas couple of one name virgos (laughs) come on the show Get your asses up here. Come on. Hang out with us. We know both those Virgos would too, don't we, Heather? Both those oh, they Virgos would. Ground it We'd down have a good time. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sing show oh, tunes. the show tunes. It'd be fun. Speaking of Virgo, Heather, we really are in it. We are really we're <laughs> in the Virgo depths. What do you got for me mm-hmm. and the listeners, Heather? God help. Gods be good. I've been rewatching House of Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep going. God, oh. Heather, what's in store? Uh, it's an active oh week. It's uh, we never get a break. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna break. My Pisces ass is like no more um, existentialism, please. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know, we just entered. We're recording this on Thursday, the twenty fourth. Yeah, uh, we just entered <laughs> Virgo. <laughs> Yesterday on the 23rd, on the same exact day that Mercury started going retrograde in Virgo. Uh, So lots of Virgo activity there. Also, Mercury is Virgo's ruling Mm. planet. So Virgo already brings up like communication and details and the need to edit. Mm. Um, But that's uh, especially emphasized this week, especially as Mercury goes retrograde. As we said, it's reflective. Got to edit. Got to pay attention to the details. But take your time. Um, 
And on the 27th, we have our first little dip into air sign territory mm-hmm. with Mars entering Libra, which is interesting um, because Mars is Aries planet of doing, of action, of how you go about getting what you want. It's the fighting planet. But in Libra, it's not that strong because Libra is all about harmonizing, getting along, you know, being pleasant. Um, So Mars enters Libra on the 27th. We have our first air sign energy happening. And then on the 28th, Uranus, which has been wreaking havoc in my chart, uh, is going to station retrograde in Taurus. And then we have a shit ton of planets retrograde. I think more planets retrograde than not. Um, So that's the day after. And then on August 30th, we have the Pisces full moon. Um, So there's a lot of different parts of the zodiac wheel being activated, like Libra, Virgo, Taurus, also Pisces, a lot of different sections of your chart, which makes it a very dynamic time. A lot of you might be experiencing energies and lots of different aspects of your life that connect or disconnect. Um, And the Pisces full moon on the 30th is significant because it is right next to Saturn in Pisces. Um, And Saturn, as we've said, is a planet of maturing. It's uh, coming up against restriction and proving that you can master some area of your life up against that restriction. It's the grandfather over your shoulder. Um, So this Pisces full moon, while it's very spiritual and, you know, uh, loving as Pisces always is, (laughs) there is a bit of like seriousness to it also, or a bit of like we might feel what's restricting us and holding us back as well um because there is that that tone to it with saturn there um but yeah that's i just talked a lot but that that's the week it's 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 a lot going on did you did you just talk a lot please you got five minutes of getting the word in edgewise i threw a lot (laughs) i threw a lot of uh astrological jargon and there is just a lot there's just so there's a lot of movement no, it, uh, you, you can, can feel it. Feel I mean, it. it's I, people are going we're through it. stuff. There's some it's... huge shifts. I, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, and that's what we're here to do. Here, we're here to feel it. We're here to ride those waves, tap into that energy. Uh, God, I just do feel like <sighs> there's a, bu- uh, we've been talking about this for a while, Heather, but I really feel it now. And we've been doing this podcast for a year and I like definitely just feel it even within this last year and returning to Virgo and maybe it's the Mercury in retrograde, but they're really just, there's an up leveling. There really is. Mm-hmm. I'm so secure in that. I really, mm-hmm. really feel that. And I just like every day it feels like more and more people are getting in tune and in frequency and in a similar like vibration of this just there's the bigger the bigger bigger the bigger like it just I don't I can't explain it but there's really this movement is very exciting as much as it's shifty and very kind of unstable right now there's a excitement to it that I I feel like a lot of a lot of us are feeling in a very 100% wobbly right now but I think it it's it's a really a really good place where uh we're venturing to if that makes sense i think so no absolutely 100 we gotta keep those third eyes open y'all you just gotta keep them open and there's just but at the same time control what you can control get your shit together uh while the waves are rocky all you can do is secure yourself in your boat right uh we can't focus on what happens if we get tipped over just yet all we can do is Mm -hmm. take care of ourselves during this virgo time and then think mm-hmm. about how that's going to affect the bigger collective during this Pisces full moon. Whoop! Just so many energies, mm-hmm, y'all. Mm-hmm. So much abundance. There's just so much abundance to this shit. It's really beautiful. No, there is. I love there it. is an opportunity to uh, truly connect with the higher, this the higher consciousness. Earth yes. time. Yeah, I love that we talked. I love that you reminded me too, Heather. That 
while Virgo is an earth sign, it's a relationship sign. And I'm really like the groundedness mm-hmm. of and like finding that within your relationships right now, too, is really it's an interesting pull. Mm-hmm. And how can you help each other? That's one of the best qualities of Virgo right is it's, it loves yeah. to be helpful to others. It loves to be God, of service. I love this energy. I do. It's been a little, yeah. a little rocky, a little shaky, but it's for the greater good. <laughs> uh, we, we can. can we can handle anything that comes our way, folks. We got this. Mm-hmm. All right. Virgo season. We're here. We got a Pisces full moon on the way. Heather is gorgeous with a fresh cut. I'm going to go shower and oh, get a stop. pedicure, bitch. It's Virgo season. Yes. <laughs> Infinite abundance. Yes, yes, yes. Love, Love you, so Heather. Much. Love Infinite you, abundance. listeners. We'll see y'all right back here next week. Keep it steady. Keep it grounded. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.